Hi, hello, sweet listeners, and welcome back to the In The Meadow podcast. I'm your host, Victoria, otherwise known as Vic In The Meadow on Instagram and Vic Sauce on TikTok. And today is a highly anticipated episode from some of you that I talked to on Instagram. We're talking about my fall bucket list, my fall favorites, everything autumnal. Now, as I'm recording this, it is still August, but pumpkin spice is out at Starbucks. Therefore, it is officially fall in my mind, anyhow. I am hopefully getting this up on the first weekend of September to welcome in the Burr months. I love the Burr months. I feel like September rolling in just breaks my seasonal summer depression. There's things to look forward to. Really, that's the most important thing for me in fall is just having things to look forward to. I love fall. I love Halloween. I love Thanksgiving meals. And then you get to look forward to Christmas movies and Christmas time. And then January onwards, we don't talk about that. But the next four months are where I mentally thrive. If you've seen pictures of my home on Instagram, you know that I have some Halloween-esque decor that stays up year-round, including my vintage Halloween masks on my wall above my TV. I've got a couple cat ones in my uh, dining room. That's not a dining room. It's just kind of like a reading room. Bathroom is Halloween horror themed. Personally, just love weird little oddities and knickknacks that I often collect around Halloween time for year-round decor. However, of course, there is also my seasonal decor that I put away for the rest of the year and bring out and I have got it all up in my house. And let me just tell you, the vibes are right. And if you're somebody that loves summer and maybe you're not ready for fall yet, that's okay too. Enjoy your time. But for those of us that are excited for fall and are welcoming it in with open arms a little bit early, it's not harming anyone. It's okay. You don't have to fully agree. Although if you're listening to this, I'm sure you also want to get some ideas for the fall time and just embracing autumn. It's interesting because I feel like there's fall people and then there's Halloween people. I am totally both. Although I will say, I think I first and foremost am a Halloween person and then a fall person. Decor wise, movies, I guess. I know there's some of y'all that are like fall people exclusively that like like the cute pumpkin decor plaid blankets and I love that. I love seeing TikToks and going on Pinterest and seeing like the fall people because I am just too eclectic for that nice crisp fall decor look. I love visiting people though who do have that vibe. I'm like a kooky aunt that likes the spooky stuff. Before I jump into my fall bucket list of I've been doing some fall Halloween hunting, if you will. Myself, I mentioned it last episode and a lot of you guys were like, yes, we would like to know what you have found at Spirit Halloween. I'm so glad you asked. I found some really neat things so far. Number one being, if you know Beetlejuice, you know the scene when Adam and Barbara are going and they transform into like the long face, with the eyes out of her mouth, and Adam's got his eyes on his fingertips. Well, Spirit Halloween has plushies of that version of Barb and Adam. Two years ago, I finally found the Barb plushie, but I couldn't find the Adam one. I couldn't find it last year. This year was the year I went on opening weekend to Spirit Halloween, and I found the Adam plushie. So they have been reunited in holy matrimony. They sit year round on my papasan chair in my office because I think they are so kooky and eclectic and Fun. I'm also so tempted. The masks at Spirit Halloween are so fun to me. And like I said, I keep the vintage ones up year round because they're not necessarily Halloween-y. I've got like Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, Creature from the Blue Lagoon. I have pictures in my highlight reel called Home on my Instagram profile if you have 
no idea what the heck I'm talking about. I've been so tempted the last few years. There's a, it's not like one of the plastic masks. It's the full mask that you pull over your head, like the rubber mask of Captain Spaulding from House of a Thousand Corpses and the Creature from the Blue Lagoon one. But they're pricey, like almost $100 each. I have this big vision and one day when I have the funds, I promise I will get them, of having like a cool shelf in kind of my oddity area because I already have a shelf with my Count Ducula taxidermy duck. This is sounding absolutely off the rails if you don't know my style already. <laughs> but I really want to get another shelf and I want to get a mannequin head to put the masks on to display them of Captain Spaulding and the Creature from the Blue Lagoon and just make like a spooky movie shelf, I guess, an ode to those characters. This year is not the year, y'all. We're still catching up on vet debt. Anyhow, Spirit Halloween, so many fun finds this year. Also trying to have self-control and budget and not fall into the hyper overconsumption. They're trying to find things that I want for year round. This really is the only time of year I'm shopping for home decor. The rest of the year, I'm often looking at antique stores, thrift stores, if I'm wanting anything, but I'm also trying to be better at being happy with what I have. But we have been into HomeSense. If you're in the States, I think Marshalls, TJ Maxx are like Home goods? Home goods sounds familiar. I love watching Jade the Libras and Midge Munsters Halloween hunting. They go to all those stores. A little more limited in Canada, but I have been out to HomeSense and found a few really cool, like vintagey looking witch scene plates. I love spooky plates for year round. I have been slowly every year collecting one or two pieces and making my entire collection year round, just kind of spooky plates and bowls and cups. So that's been super fun. This morning, I finally decided, okay, you know what? Pumpkin spice is out at Starbucks so I am putting up my fall shower curtain. I've never been a person until the last couple years to seasonally change my shower curtain. They're so easy to just wash and put away and bring a new one out and it brings me joy and fun to just be able to swap that out in my house. I have a beautiful maroon colored shower curtain with orange and teal and like ruby colored pumpkins on it. I don't know if I have a picture up anywhere, but I'll try and take one soon and pop it up on my Instagram so that y'all can see what I'm talking about because it just brings me so much happiness and coziness. That's officially up. Naturally, like I said, pumpkin spice is out already too. Came out on the 24th and I was there 9 a.m. Ready for my ice pumpkin spice latte made decaf with pumpkin cream cold foam, which is my favorite. Even once it starts getting cooler, I still swear the pumpkin spice just tastes better iced. Now, I am someone that sticks with what I know and sticks with what I like. So that is always my drink order, but I know there's a few new menu items this year. So one of my friends on her Instagram post the, I think it's like a iced pumpkin chai something that you can get pumpkin cream cold foam on top of. I am very tempted to try that, although I'm going to have to bug her and re-ask her for what the heck that drink was because now I can't remember. But I am so open to hearing about your fall drinks. Let me know if there's anything that I need to be trying from Miss Starbies. Took a two or three month hiatus from Starbucks in preparation for knowing I was going to want to spend a little more budgeting in the fall time on drinks because it's just my favorite time of year. I don't really give a crap about the drinks the rest of the year at Starbucks, but pumpkin spice and I know you can get it year round the peppermint mochas but in winter peppermint mochas are just my jam so something I budget into my life getting to the point of this episode whew, this might this might be a long one y'all you're either driving and feeling entertained or have a nice cozy tea doing a puzzle cleaning the bathroom maybe that's when I listen to podcasts and you're here for both a good time and a long time so I am someone that has 
always loved fall and Halloween. Like as a kid, that was my favorite time of the year to look forward to primarily the Disney Channel or Family Channel if you were in Canada was the best prime time in the fall, which I'm going to talk a whole segment about movies a little bit later on, both fall and Halloween. As a child that grew up in the late 90s and early 2000s, fall and Halloween just had a special place in my heart. Carving and coloring pumpkins with my mom because I wasn't always trusted with a knife when I was super young. I don't know, is this something other people did where you like took markers and colored on pumpkins instead. Burger treating with my friends when you'd bring a whole pillowcase and you would sometimes fill multiple pillowcases and you'd be out until late. Like I know now kids start trick-or-treating so early. No, back then like you were waiting until it was dark to do your trick-or-treating. It was safe to go in your neighborhood with just your friends, not your parents. Costumes were so cheesy back then. We're expecting to get scared by at least one group of teenagers with the nastiest, creepiest masks on. Mental parenting did not exist back then. If you got the crap scared out of you, your parents were probably laughing at you. <laughs> it was truly just a different, more simple time. The McDonald's like Halloween buckets that they had and the Halloween toys, even just 90s Halloween commercials. If you go on YouTube and type in 90s, early 2000s Halloween commercials, I have watched hour-long montages before because they were just done so differently. At the time, it felt special and in retrospect, it feels special. So I think it is just different. And now we live in an age where a lot of us don't even have cable anyways. I know I don't. I'm not seeing if those even exist nowadays, Halloween commercials, what that would look like, but they were just so extra special in the 90s. Even going to school, like back to school season, picking out your fall, clothes, your fall outfit. I was not a bus student. I had to walk. So walking through the fall leaves, kicking leaves, getting your shoes all wet on the way home. So for me in adulthood, one of the big things I love about fall and Halloween is just setting the vibe. So for me, something new that I've introduced this year, actually, that was handed me down from my mom is flameless candles, which I think is the perfect introduction into fall once daylight savings hits. Even during the daytime, I'm someone that's prone to headaches, so I don't light a ton of candles all the time. I know some people like to go out and get the Bath and Body Works fall candles. I usually get one, maybe two if they're on sale. But especially when I had pets, I was super worried about burning scented candles too much, but I love the ambiance. I have some unscented beeswax candles, but I just get paranoid about, oh my God, you know, it's suddenly it's 11 p.m. and I'm like, did I, did I blow out that candle? So I was talking to my mom when we were at HomeSense a couple of weeks ago. I was like, oh man, maybe I'll invest in some flameless, you know, just battery operated candles. And of course my mom was like, oh my God, I have some that I never use. I'll just give them to you. Which if you've heard about my mom, she is the MVP. I talk about her all the time on here. And I always know to go to her before I actually go buy things. She just keeps everything, which is just very much a post-communism, Eastern European uh, family personality trait that I think I may have inherited as well. But anyhow, she brought over a few flameless candles for me and it is incredible. I put them on the little center uh, wooden tray thing. Again, if you've, if you've seen on Instagram, you know, you know, in my little designated area, but these flameless candles with a glass pumpkin that I have and little boots pot print is in there. And it is just so cozy, especially on like a rainy day or at night to have the flameless candles out. I wonder if you can even find them at the dollar store. I think you probably can. You can definitely do it on a budget because at HomeSense, they wanted $15 for one freaking flameless candle. Heck no, not in this economy. Another really cool one I've seen that I don't want to fork out the money for, but looks really cool are the floating flameless candles. Harry Potter-esque to look like the Great Hall when they have the flameless, well, 
I mean, they're supposedly flamed in Harry Potter, of course, but in our homes, you can't just light a candle hanging in midair. So they have flameless ones. And there's this set that I know is available on Amazon where it's a literal wand in replica of Harry Potter that controls them and turns them on and off. I'm assuming they hang by some kind of fishing wire or clear string. I've seen people hang them over, you know, an entryway table or over their dining table or over the TV and they look so magical. If you don't know what I'm talking about, head over to TikTok, look it up. It's a really, really cool vibe and I think it's something that is perfect for the burr months of September, October, November, December. So that is a big one and setting the vibe is just ambient lighting, avoiding the big lights, if you will. Overhead lighting ain't it for me in general, but especially to have a cozy, fall and winter, having just lamps, low light. If you're buying new light bulbs, buy ones that are a little more dim per se, warm toned, really, really makes a difference. Like I said, flameless candles by candlelight, just take away the big lights. Overhead lighting, it is not it for setting the mood for fall. The one I love if I'm wanting like a fall aroma, if I'm not doing any baking that day, and you know, a candle sometimes is just too much, or if you have sense sensitive family and friends, is making a simmer pot. And this is also very reminiscent of the 90s. I'm someone that keeps cloves and cinnamon sticks on hand all the time anyways, because I love when I'm wrapping a gift to put some cinnamon sticks or clove in it because it just, first of all, it makes it beautiful on the outside. I know some people do the dried eucalyptus. I like the cinnamon sticks and it smells wonderful. So you can get those at like the dollar store, all food store, otherwise it may be the grocery store. I don't know. I don't do a lot of in-person grocery shopping. But anyhow, just, you know, boil some water, put some cinnamon sticks in, some apples, oranges, nutmeg, whatever you have on hand on low. Of course, make sure you're around in home so you can monitor it intermittently. Pop that thing on for like four or five hours. It makes the house smell so freaking good and so fall. Simmer pots, I think, are highly underrated and highly underappreciated. And if you're just warming up some apple cider, or, I don't know, getting, getting a little crazy making it yourself, the house just smells so autumnal. Even now with my baking, I'm already adding my pumpkin spice seasoning that I found at HomeSense into all my banana breads, into my cookies. And it just fills the house with that fall scent. Of course, when we're setting the vibe, I know a lot of people already are into this one, but getting out your knit fall flannel blankets. I rotate my summer and my fall throw blankets. Got some real good ones for the fall. Just the heavy faux fur blankets. I've got an old Hudson's Bay wool throw blanket that I thrifted. Do not worry. The Hudson's Bay did not get my money for that. Not from Canada. Maybe you don't know the whole, I don't want to say controversy because it's not a controversy. It's just wrong about the origins of Hudson's Bay and indigenous people. Anyhow, if you can find them secondhand somewhere, they are a very warm, great blanket, but wool blankets in general, knit blankets, flannel blankets. Oh, they retain the heat so well to get cozied up under. Just bringing in all those autumn feels makes everything so wonderful in your home. Even if you're just a homebody that wants to make the house feel nice and cozy, you don't have to go out and spend a ton of money on it. Keep the same things. Enjoy your same decor and pieces that you already have. Now, I want to talk a little bit about my favorite fall Halloween-y activities to do. Because again, I really want to instill that you don't have to just be shopping to feel fall. You know, me and a lot of other people included, like I said, love to browse the HomeSense Spirit Halloween. Setting a budget is super important so that you're not over-consuming. So easy to get caught up in the trends on TikTok, online, these fall finds. It's really cool though to use what you already have and go through your bins of seasonal decor, different clothing, blankets. Use 
use what you already have. And the nice thing is, is that trend cycles so things that you own that maybe you're like, oh, this isn't the newest and coolest. It'll come back around. That is going to be the newest and coolest again in another five years. Enjoy it and know and feel fulfilled in what you already have. I am all about experiences when it comes to the fall and Halloween and bringing in the feels with that, which of course sometimes do cost money. Bring a lot more joy than just purchasing a thing, if you will. My first one, and this is, you know, something that translates through summer as well, but supporting your local farmers and farm stands. If you live in the country or if you live in the city, go for a drive out of the city limits into the country and find your local farm stands. In the States, there's apps that exist for this where you can find, you know, people selling local produce, local eggs on the end of their driveways. I don't know if we have that in Canada though. If you go on Facebook, I'm sure you can find people through a search or groups. Like I just go for a drive and you can find them. Corn stands, people selling eggs, their own pumpkins and gourds and squashes. Oh, they taste so much better than the supermarket. And there is happiness in knowing that your money is going to support your local farmers. In cash, if you can, I know a lot of these places have Square or like Venmo if you're in the States or PayPal on the honor system, cash is key. Somebody with a small business as my day job, cash just, I'm not going to get too much into it. You can figure it out. Cash really makes the world go round, especially when these farmers are providing produce at a reasonable price. Knowing that they can keep 100% of that profit is just really kind. In the fall, I love to just carry, you know, a couple 20s on me. In general, I need to do a whole episode on safety and preparedness. In general, carrying a bit of cash in case terminals go down if you need gas to get home is smart. So carry a bit of cash on you and that way if you're driving home, you see a little farm stand, they've got some pumpkins, they've got some corn on the cob, they've got squashes or flowers. Oh, I love fall flower stands out in the country where they've got little bouquets and mason jars and you can go get some fresh flowers for 10, 15 bucks. Better than giving your money to the supermarkets. Get a beautiful autumnal bouquet on your way home. It's just the best feeling. I am so excited for September, October. Another one that I love is keeping an eye for fall festivals. Now, if you're in the city, you might have to drive a little bit farther for this because the fairs and festivals in the city aren't the same vibe that those small town fairs are going to give you. You know, people in surrounding small towns ask them like, hey, do you guys have a fall festival or a fall fair that goes on? You happen to live in Southern Ontario like myself. Two that I wanted to talk about that I particularly love. One is the Dorchester Renaissance Fair. No matter where you live, there's probably Ren fairs happening. When they happen in the fall, they're just so extra magical. Ours is happening in October at the Dorchester Fairgrounds. I have actually never been. My parents have taken the drive to go out before. Say it's just super fun. I just love that vibe. My partner and I are heavily into Lord of the Rings, fantasy movies and books. So that is one that I'm looking forward to this year. Together with community of other people there to support small businesses, small makers, have a good old time. Other one that I love, and this is going to blend into my next point, is the Twin Pines Orchard apple fest i can't even remember what town this in it was a bit of a drive for me last year to go to twin pines orchard it's in southern ontario i, I want to say towards sarnia way i could be quite wrong with this it was in the middle of nowhere about an hour through country roads for us to get to and i think it was the end of september if i'm remembering correctly last year it might vary year to year based on when the apples are at their peak we have a beautiful pick your own apple orchard with honeycrisp which are my favorite to go to and you get to get your bushel your basket of apples and it's like 20 bucks it's so 
crazy cheap. So yummy. But their fall festival weekend, they have live music to come in, usually kind of like country music, acoustic stuff. They've got their own little shop so you can buy different apple preserves, country decor, have a bar with apple ciders. They have non-alcoholic ciders, a little place to sit down and eat, to have your drink, listen to the music. They've got apple fritter donuts fresh out there, pumpkin stuff. It's just like a Hallmark Women's Network movie in real life, the best. And they've got a nice little trail you can walk on. It's it's just peak fall vibes. So wherever you live, I encourage you to look into the local apple orchards, pick your own, fall festivals, apple festivals, pumpkin festivals. A lot of places and patches too and greenhouses will have the opening weekend of when pumpkins are ready or pick your own pumpkins or they'll have a little fall activities going on. Oh, it's just so wonderful. That is a big one I love to do. So like I said, feeding into that apple picking and pumpkin picking, love doing that in the fall. It's a good way to get creative as well. So like I said, last year I wasn't a huge baker. I still made my own applesauce because I was like, holy schmoly. I lived alone at the time and I was like, this is a lot of apples for one person. So I went and gave some to my parents. Found a really simple recipe on how to make your own applesauce, which was yummy this year. Now that I'm in my baking era, I am already looking up fall apple recipes on TikTok. I can't wait to get a little creative with that. Same with pumpkins. We didn't do much with our pumpkin last year. Obviously our dog Boo was still alive at the time and pumpkin is so good for dogs when prepared properly, but in moderation, raw pumpkin without the seeds is also safe for dogs. So Boo got to munch on our pumpkin when we were finally carving some, which was nice. But this year I might try and process some myself because I want to make some pumpkin loaves. But if you know, you know, especially in Canada here, groceries are insane, the prices. And buying pumpkin puree is like six bucks just for one can of pumpkin puree. It's bananas. So thinking of trying to process some of my own this year, try and roast some pumpkin seeds for some fall snacks. Getting crafty. It's just a nice time to try new things, snap yourself out of seasonal depression as the days naturally get shorter as fall comes around. Keep the good vibes going. Another one is just getting outside. So I live in the city. I'm not somewhere where I can have fires or bonfires, but having grown up in a small town, I can go home to my parents. They have a little, I think it's called like a, a chimney, which is a safe, confined area to have a little fire, but look for like bonfire events as well. Again, this is so much easier in small towns that might have one as part of their fall festival, but getting out to a fire with a nice cozy flannel, your blundstones on, a Canadian attire, and out to a nice bonfire. A little cider, roast some marshmallows, some weenies. Oh God, the vibes are just so right. So if any of you know me personally and are having a bonfire this fall, please invite me. I would love to be invited. I will come right at the start before everyone starts drinking too much. And then my sober ass will get itself out of there before it gets too wild. But I would love to enjoy some marshmallows and roasted veggie dogs this fall. And again, getting outside in general is so great, especially if you're trying to avoid the hyper consumption of buying things in the fall, which is really easy to fall into. Honey, getting outside, enjoying hikes. You live somewhere where you're lucky enough to see the leaves change color like we have here in Ontario. Look into hikes in your area where the leaves are known to be extra beautiful in the fall. Again, if you're in Southern Ontario, Hamilton is one place with a lot of really beautiful hikes with waterfalls. Hamilton has a crazy amount of waterfalls, I have come to learn. It's worth the drive out for me here and there. Otherwise, I'm not gonna lie, Hamilton is, is known a bit to be the armpit of Southern Ontario. There are some beautiful hikes to go and see. Laura is another one. I know this is very hyper-specific to Ontario people, but a Laura Gorge, so beautiful in the fall when the leaves start changing. Even look within your cities. Little trails that you like to go on in the summer, I guarantee they are so beautiful in the fall. Y'all know 
I am in my bird watching era. So I also specifically in the fall am excited for, which is coming up super soon, the migrations of birds and getting to go see different kinds of birds. And maybe this isn't something that interests you. That's okay. Butterfly migrations are also happening. Uh, what's it called towards Windsor Way Point? Peely, I'm pretty sure they're known for a big monarch migration into these things. Write them into your calendar now so you know what's coming up of things that you can do. Because enjoying nature is something very, very grounding. And like I said, with seasonal depression time coming in, it's easy to get cooped up inside, get sad about the shorter days. There is something to be said about spending time in nature, outside, finding somewhere quiet. Like I said, even if you live in the city, finding those pockets of peace, little trails, nature areas, parks to go sit, bring a blanket, bring your Yeti with your coffee or tea, post up with a book and have a nice nice little day. Of course, like I already touched on as well, something I'm very much looking forward to is my fall baking. I'm pretty good. I think I'm trying to get better at when I post a creation on my Instagram story, linking the recipe because I find all of my recipes on TikTok. I need someone in less than 60 seconds showing me that something is easy enough for me to bake. I have some really easy pumpkin loaves, pumpkin spice cookies, pumpkin cream muffins, some nice easy bread, some like elote dips, all the like nice chili soup stews. Oh, I am feeling overzealous. I am so freaking excited. And like I said, if you're someone that's like not huge into baking and cooking in general, fall time's a perfect time to try out some simple recipes and give yourself something to do. It is so rewarding, even if it's a little frustrating at first because you're trying to find the vibe. You put on a fall playlist or put on a fall movie in the background and do some baking. And then after all that hard work and labor, you get to enjoy something that you created it's just like the best feeling. And I think that's kind of why I've gotten so into baking and cooking. I'm also ugh, such an acts of service binge. I love making a loaf of bread or cookies and then having my parents or my partner <laughs> appreciate it and give me the praise for how delicious it is. Everyone at my partner's new job is in awe of his egg bites and homemade cookies and homemade bread and concoctions that he brings to work. I thrive on the praise. Fall baking is going to be so yummy. Like I said, I don't want to get too much into the consumerism side of fall. However, like I said, I saved my doubloons for fall time because Starbucks pumpkin spice lattes, they just hit different. There's a greenhouse local to me as well that does like a strawberry patch in the summer. They're known for the strawberry goods. In the fall though, this little cafe in the greenhouse has the most delicious pumpkin spice latte. I don't know what they put in it. I don't know what ingredients they're using, but it tops Starbucks. Lines are always insane, but getting out to your cafes or, or if you're feeling nuts at home and you're a little barista, make your own, but enjoying fall drinks. Now, if you're someone, I have a friend who's allergic to cinnamon, fall is a nightmare for her. <laughs> if you're somebody that enjoys the apple flavored stuff, the pumpkin flavored stuff, fall is your time to shine, to go out, support your local cafes. I encourage you if you can find them over Starbucks to support them. At the end of the day again as well, if you have Starbucks fall drink recommendations, I would love to hear. Keeping in mind, I don't consume caffeine, so it has to be able to be made decaf. Enjoy your local offerings, if you will. Me, my neighborhood, oh, I love my neighborhood. If I can say so myself, it is the best neighborhood in my city. I'm not gonna say what it is. If you know me personally, or you've heard before on my Instagram, I'm sure you might know. We usually have a little Halloween market that happens. Always a Halloween in the neighborhood event that happens where all the businesses pop up and the kids can run around. They dress up, they go trick-or-treating. I'm not kidding y'all. I live in the Stars Hollow of my city. It's like a quaint little small town within a big city. Anyways, it's 
oh, it's just the best vibes. Go out, support some of the small businesses for lunch if you can afford it. Or just walk around and enjoy the feel of community, the live music, the local vendors, all the dogs. Oh my God, I live for seeing the dog Halloween costumes. It's funny, one of my friends actually just sent me on TikTok a video of a dog in a costume that they got at HomeSense. And it's a dog costume of a HomeSense uniform, fall employee uniform. It is so funny. Anyways, especially not having my soul dog anymore. I'm very much looking forward to seeing all the dogs in their Halloween costumes at the Halloween in the neighborhood event this year. While you're out there, even if you're just walking within the city appreciating the fall vibes, pick up little trinkets, like make it like a little scavenger hunt. I love to do this. I am like a little crow in myself. If you have been in my home, some of my friends would know I have feathers everywhere, pine cones, rocks, stones. So going on your fall walks, pick up some pine cones, add them to your little table decor, your desk decor, whatever it might be. You can get free decor from nature. Another one that I love to do is pressing leaves and books. And this is something I did as a kid. And a lot of you, this might be dredging up childhood memories of at preschool or in kindergarten, pressing leaves with parchment paper in a book. And then in the winter, taking them out and having a beautiful little leaf. And you know, whether you want to put it in a card or make art with it or whatever the heck you want to do. Pressing leaves is a super fun one. And when you're on your walk, you can just wait and see and find the perfect leaf and tuck it away in a little baggie and bring it home and do a little craft. God, I am so excited for fall. Okay, okay, now we're gonna segue into something I'm super excited to talk about, and that is fall and Halloween, movies, fall vibe, TV shows, etc. Ooh, I forgot, I also wrote down a section about books. So this is like the media section to set the vibe. I want to introduce you or reintroduce you if you've been a longtime follower to my favorite Canadian organic period care company, Joni. Joni offers pads and tampons that are gentle for both your body and the environment. With their products being free of dyes, fragrances, bleaches, and being biodegradable, they're gentle and ideal for even the most sensitive of bodies. I personally have been using Joni pads for three years now. If you don't know, I live with a condition called lichen sclerosis. It affects the tissue of my vulva, making conventional pads a nightmare for me as my skin is so sensitive. Since switching to Joni, I don't have to worry about triggering a flare-up, uncomfortable rashes, or having a concern about what ingredients are being absorbed by my skin. As a whole, Joni Buds focus on community care by giving back 5% of all revenue towards the mission of period equity. Joni period care products are now available across the retail shelves of many shops across Canada and are available online for customers in both Canada and the United States on their website, getjoni.com. You can use code MEADOW, M-E-A-D-O-W, for 10% off your first order of any Joni products or subscribe and save 15% on every single recurring order plus free shipping over $15, no code required. Now, this is not gonna include any horror movies because my nervous system cannot handle scary movies. So if that's what you're looking for, look it up on Pinterest. This is gonna be my non-scary guide to fall and Halloween vibe movies and TV. Like I was saying at the beginning, I am a super nostalgic person. So Disney Plus is one of my favorites for the fall and Halloween time. I mooch off my friends, knock on wood. So far, Disney has been really cool about sharing accounts. It's the only subscription I have and I don't pay for it, but that my friend is gracious enough to let me mooch off of because they still let you share accounts, unlike Netflix, which I canceled when they stopped letting us share accounts because $20 a month for one person, 
this economy? No. Disney is awesome because if you were born in the 90s or maybe early 2000s, I'd love to know. I'm so curious. I may ask a poll on my Instagram too, but like based on what year you were born in, what Halloween and fall movies you watched as a kid, for me, it was Halloween Town. The Halloween Town series was the most exciting to see on the family or Disney channel, to see that it was coming up Friday at eight, Halloween Town, and then the Halloween Town High and Halloween Town Calabar Return. The whole series, I live, laugh, eat that shit up. I've been good and restrained myself and not started my Halloween and fall movie watches yet this year because I'm trying to save it for September 1st. I've started Gilmore Girls, which we'll get into with TV shows, but Halloween Town is just the ultimate nostalgic vibes. It holds up as an adult. I still thoroughly enjoy it every single year. Now, another one on my list that I love, and I think I'm going to make a little list of this, screenshot it and save it on my Instagram stories in a highlight of like fall and Halloween because I know listening's a lot. Also, I should have mentioned this at the top of the show. I'm going to have all of this written in the show notes, the whole description. I'm going to write up the fall activities, the movies, the TV shows, the books. I'm going to have it all in there. So don't you worry if you're impatient and you want to go take a screenshot of the description. I advise you to do that because I wrote it all out in my little journal that I'm reading from right now. And I don't want y'all to have to think that you have to remember this because that's bananas. I hope you're doing something right now and having this little hangout with me audibly. Is that the word I'm looking for? Uh, but yeah, I will put this all in the show notes. So the next one that I really love is the Twitches movies. Hold on. I need to take my sweater off because I'm getting toasty because it's still August and 30 degrees Celsius today. Okay, there we go. Oh, I also turned my little window AC unit off when I record this in my dehumidifier because it just, the background noise is not it. But the Twitches movies with Tia and Tamara, I think that's their names, the twins, but the Twitches movies where they are twin witches, they find each other, they find out their background that, you know, they were given up as kids, babies, whatever, and go into the magical witch world and thus Twitches. So, man, if you are someone listening to this where maybe you're a little bit younger than me, because it's crazy how much a couple years can change the media that you grow up on, if you haven't seen Halloween Town or Twitches, I would love for someone to go and watch it and let me know what you think watching it now in 2023 as someone that didn't grow up on it maybe. Like I'm so curious if again, the vibes hold up. But if you're around my age or a little bit older, I'm sure you also heavily have nostalgia around Halloween Town and Twitches. The other Disney ones I love, Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire, Phantom of the Megaplex, the Disney Channel originals from the 90s hit so, whoops, <laughs> macking my knuckles off my desk with all my excitement. They just hit so good. I literally want to go out and buy a box of Halloween candy and go watch one today. I'm actually, I'm going to make some chili after this for lunch. And I just got my eyebrows done. My friend does my brows. She's so talented. She gave me a little cauldron with Halloween candy in it because she also starts Halloween in August, an autumn in August girly. Anyways, I'm getting... Ugh getting a little too excited the deeper this podcast goes. Uh, but yeah, Disney Channel movies are just so great in the fall. And I guess this is hitting a little more Halloween-y. 
Another tip, if you have the Disney Plus subscription, you can go to collections, see, go to see all collections, go to their Halloween collection or around October, it'll just pop up on your homepage and you can specifically watch just the Halloween and fall episodes of Disney Channel shows. So again, depending what decade you grew up in will change maybe what you're drawn to. But for me, this is all the Halloween episodes of The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, Wizards of Waverly Place, That's So Raven, Hannah Montana, even Stevens. And they're all collectively put there. Disney is the MVP. They do this for Christmas too, but it's already in a list where you can pick and you can go to like old Disney Channel movies where it's like those shows I just mentioned, or they've got ones of the newer ones too, like Modern Family, New Girl, all their Halloween episodes. And it is so fun to go through and just watch the Halloween and fall episodes that remind you of your childhood or modern day as well. And if you don't have those, or you like torrent TV and movie, I'm not going to tell on you. If you go to Pinterest and type in Disney Channel Halloween episodes, people already have lists made of the season and the episode number if you just want to search it up as well. Makes life so easy. Papa bless those people. Moving down my list of my non-scary Halloween movies I like to watch, and I will get to fall ones. I should have mentioned this is specifically Halloween first because they're my favorite. The Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown, of course. This one's a classic, and if any of y'all know me, you know I freaking love Snoopy Halloween, Snoopy fall vibes. And I'm so sad because I keep seeing, and again, I know I'm trying to not be consumerist, but I keep seeing these TikToks in the States at Marshall's of these Snoopy Halloween bed sheets and throw blankets. I'm just going to say, if you're listening to this and you find them, I will literally pay you to ship them to me in Canada because we don't get that here in Canada. I've been checking Winners and HomeSense. We have Marshall's. It's different than Marshall's in the States. Like it's the same company, but we get far less seasonal decor at Marshall's we aren't getting them in Canada. And it's breaking my heart because I collect Snoopy Halloween and fall stuff. Now I've got a couple good Snoopy Halloween fall mugs. One says boo on it, which of course is my favorite because of my greyhound. I was so sad to see that we're missing out on all the good Snoopy Halloween and fall stuff. But anyways, The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown is one of my favorite fall and Halloween movies. Now, this next one is a newer Halloween movie. And I think it's highly underrated and highly overly hated. And that is Hubie Halloween with Adam Sandler. I think it came out like 2020, 2019-ish maybe. Now this movie is camp. It's meant to be slapstick comedy. That's what Adam Sandler does. And it's a movie with Adam Sandler and all of his buddies. There, there's a little bit of controversy behind it, but this is one of my all-time favorite Halloween movies now because it is just so freaking ridiculous. If you have kids, this is a great one to watch with your kids because like I said, it's slapstick comedy. So there's the jokes that they're gonna think are just funny, but as adults, you can be like, this is so stupid that it's funny. But like, I don't wanna set your expectations too high. It's one of my favorites. And if you love Adam Sandler, you already know the vibe. It's ridiculous, but it's got like Kevin James in it. Um, I can't remember the names of any of all the other people. It's got all the Adam Sandler, typical movie crew people in it. It's just, awesome. I try and save that one for Halloween night every year because it takes place on Halloween night and is ultimate Halloween vibes. But that one is, I think, a Netflix original, but it's it's a good one. Find that one on DVD this year because I'm not getting Netflix back. It's not happening. And then, of course, the classics, Hocus Pocus, one of my personal favorites, and the Hocus Pocus 2, which... You know what? It's not as good as the original Hocus Pocus, but it was still super fun. So I'll be rewatching those this year. And then Beetlejuice. Oh, I love Beetlejuice, as you heard from my Barb and Adam that I have. That one, I believe, is on Disney Plus as well. I could be wrong. There's rumors that they're making a second one right now, but I know with the writer's strike, a lot of stuff has got disrupted. I'm so curious, though, that if they do 
do that, how it will turn out. But those are my core Halloween movies. Now, again, I lean a little bit more Halloween than fall, but there are still some fall movies I like. Now, I know a lot of people are into like the Dead Poet Society, I think is one, when Hallie met Sally, when, hello, <laughs> Sally met Harry, is that what it's called? I didn't grow up on those. I'm not as much into those. Again, look it up on Pinterest if that's more the vibe you're going for. Now, I'm a Hallmark fall movie person, okay? I love the Women's Network. If you're in Canada, that's where we watch our Hallmark movie. You can get it through Amazon, Stack TV. I just torrent them, have my boyfriend do that for me. I have a couple favorites. So if you're someone looking for a nice, cheesy Hallmark fall movie, these are some of my favorites. First one being Love, Fall, and Order, which is highly rated in the realm of Hallmark <laughs> fall movies. Small town fall festival involving some lawyers. You can kind of figure it out from the name of the movie. My all-time favorite Hallmark, I don't know if it's Hallmark or just Women's Network. I'm not quite sure the difference. I don't know, is October Kiss. This is a super fun one. I think it's floated around Prime and Netflix before where this woman goes to be a nanny for a family of a single dad. Mother passed away when they were young. Classic Hallmark trope. Kids used to love Halloween with her. The single dad is working a lot to keep his family afloat, doesn't really keep the tradition alive. The nanny comes along. She's awesome, respectful of not trying to replace their mom, but trying to bring joy to these kids' lives in Halloween time again. You get the gist. I'm sure you see where the romance leads in that. It is so good. I don't know the actress's name in it. She's in a lot of Hallmark movies year round and I love her and she does so good in October Kiss. Another one that I love is called Harvest Moon. I think there's also another one called like Under the Autumn Moon, but Harvest Moon is a good one. Again, I love the female main character in it. No idea the actress's name, but if you watch a lot of Hallmark and Women's Network movies, you'll recognize her. Premise is she leaves the city to help her dad's old pumpkin farm, creating some new pumpkin themed products to keep the farm alive, clashing heads with the country folk that have been there for a while and bringing her new city ideas. But it is also a lovely Hallmark fall movie. And of course, if you have Hallmark or Women's Network, the Good Witch, now I'm gaslighting myself as if that's what it's called because I didn't write it down, but there's a TV show, I'm pretty sure it's called The Good Witch, and they have a bunch of movies, also super Halloween-y and fall feeling. My TV shows that I watch in the fall are more, I guess, fall vibe. They're not necessarily fall TV shows, but I think we can all agree that Gilmore Girls falls into that category. If you're a Gilmore Girls person, you probably have your annual rewatch in the fall time. I think that's just because, first of all, the intro is so fall toned, fall vibes, and they've got all the fall episodes every season. It just feels so fall. So this year, I think I mentioned on a previous episode, I canceled all my subscriptions. I'm trying to pay off some vet debt, be a little smarter with my finances. What I did was I went on Facebook Marketplace and I found a Gilmore Girls box set. Is that the word that I'm looking for? See, when I get over half an hour in these episodes, the brain starts to go. It starts to get a little unhinged in the second half. But I found all seven seasons on DVD for $30 total. What a steal is that? Now, I went to my parents and again, my mom keeps like everything from my childhood, which has come in really handy. So she still had my DVD VHS player, brought that home and I am just watching it on DVD and I'm like, damn, I have this for the rest of my life for $30. So that is my tip to you. If you're looking for a movie or DVDs, look on Facebook Marketplace. You can find them for such a good deal. Secondhand, save some money. Another one for me that I like to rewatch in the fall is Vampire Diaries. Now, I know some people are true blood people. I'm Vampire Diaries. Every year I tend to swing on the pendulum on whether I am team Damon or Stefan. This year I'm team Stefan. I was hardcore team Damon for the last two years, so it was bound to switch it up. 
I am personally saving Vampire Diaries for once I finish Gilmore Girls. I started Gilmore Girls August 1st as an autumn in August girly, and I am only on season three, so that'll probably take me into mid-September, and then I'll start my Vampire Diaries rewatch. Again, it's just like such fall vibes. The vampire aspect, there's so many like gloomy scenes. On that note, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, also incredible fall vibes. That one is also on Disney Plus, I believe. My third Wait, no, that is bad math. And my fourth and final fall rewatch I personally like to do is Pretty Little Liars. Now this is gonna be niche specific to when you grew up. I grew up with the Pretty Little Liars books and then the TV show that came out. And like me and my mom would watch this every week. My mom got equally as hooked as me. Even when I moved out, she was still watching the new episodes long after I had stopped because I didn't have cable. Pretty Little Liars, that's a Netflix one. So I haven't looked yet. I'm hoping I can find the box set on Facebook Marketplace maybe, or find a used copy on Amazon because that's one that's perfect to watch in the fall as well. Just like the mystery aspect of it. Again, the vibes, they've got some good Halloween and fall episodes. I'm really curious to know what TV shows you guys like to rewatch in the fall. So please DM me on Instagram. Nothing, y'all know, nothing makes me happier than when you share your thoughts on the podcast with me because right now I'm like super excited speaking out into the ether but I'm not with you when you get to listen. So I wanna feel the excitement back. Let me know what movies and fall TV shows are your must have so that I can add them to my list too. Now we're gonna segue into some fall books. So if you're a bookie or if you're new to books or if you're maybe thinking about getting into audiobooks, here are some of my favorites and some that are on my list that I haven't read yet. I've talked about this before as well. If you don't know, download the app Libby, L-I-B-B-Y. It's free. You sign up for a library card free online and boom, you get access to all the audiobooks free. It's incredible. So my first recommendation, and I haven't read this one yet. Okay, I got cut off there because, oh, I'm winded now. My dryer went off. I went downstairs to put the laundry into the dryer from the washer. Words are hard right now. And the dryer, it won't turn on. Oh, now I'm winded from running up and down the stairs a bajillion times and I'm gonna have to hang dry my towels with my dehumidifier. But I'm so excited to come back in and talk to you guys about fall books. As I was saying, the first one that I'd like to recommend that I haven't read yet, but I have a copy of is The X-Hex and the sequel, The Kiss Curse by Aaron Sterling. These have been floating around on TikTok a little bit. And if you're in North America, check out Book Outlet for these books. I made the mistake of going to chapters and in Canada, books are so freaking expensive. Like, $25 to $30 for a paperback, $40 to $50 for a hardcover, and the authors aren't making all that profit, okay? There's a lot of upcharge, and I get that the process takes money, but anyhow, bookoutlet.ca, it's a Canadian-based discount bookstore. They're not used copies. They carry the X-Hex and the Kiss Curse for $7.99. Anyways, I'm really excited for the X-Hex. I haven't read it yet before, and I've heard that the main character tries to hex her ex with a Bath & Body Works fall candle, which is what hooked me in. I think it's going to be the perfect cheesy, witchy, fall vibe read, and I think it's on Libby too if you want to put it on hold for the audiobook. That is the first book on my fall list. The next one is another one that's been circulating the internet quite a bit, and it's a cozy mystery called In the Company of Witches by Lee Wallace. The cover is super cute. There's a black cat, a fall pumpkin-y scene. I am newer to cozy mysteries, and I've really been enjoying them. They're basically a Hallmark movie in a book. This book's been heavily sought after, so I've had some people from like the UK I posted on Instagram. They're like, where did you find this? Y'all, I just got my copy on Amazon in Canada, but 
I don't know. Apparently it's sold out like everywhere. It was $10 though. I'm so excited. It's like Gilmore Girls, Small Town, Halloween Town, all mixed into one. It's supposed to feel like. So I'm trying so hard to save that for actual October to bring in the Halloween and fall vibes at peak season. My next recommendation, I tried to include some from different genres. So we've had romance, we've had cozy mystery. Now I have thriller slash horror and that's the book Little Eve by Katrina Ward. It is a definitely more disturbing book I guess um, but it takes place off the coast of Scotland and it follows a cult of orphans that this man has manipulated who think the end of times are coming and they worship like a sea serpent. It takes place in the early 1900s but it's very gothic feeling and you get to experience the story through the different cult members point of views and they're, they're kids. They're like 10 to 25 years old. Like I said, there is some disturbing stuff in it, graphic gore. It was such one of those good cozy reads. I couldn't wait any longer. I read it last week on a rainy day to be fair. So the vibes were right, but it just feels that like fall creepy feeling if you're someone into thrillers, horrors. All of Katrina Ward's books, honestly, are great for that. Last House on Needless Street is, is another really twisty good one where you don't know what's going on the whole time and the end just comes in and surprises you. So if you're into horror, check out Katrina Ward. The next one I have is, I guess, kind of like a fantasy book. And a lot of you, I'm sure if you're bookie, have heard of this. It's called Legends and Lattes by Travis Bel Beltry. I can't read my own writing. I tried to write these authors down to give them credit. <laughs> it is such a cozy read. I did it on an audiobook last year, but I'm debating picking up the book. It's on Book Outlet for like under 10 bucks this year. And it follows some magical creatures, ogres, whatnot, that are running a cozy little cafe. That's all I'm gonna leave it at for that book description because there's not a ton more to it. It's just like a cozy, fun little read. Now, I encourage you all to look more if you're into like the witchy Halloween feel books, just look online. Again, Book Outlet it has a ton of them. There's, oh gosh, I'm gonna get this right. The secret, the very secret society of irregular witches. And I have that on hold on Libby through the library. There is the Kiss Curse. There's other like Hexed the X, tons of rom-coms out there based around witches. Now, if you're somebody more into fantasy, I'm not, but I've heard like the Akatar series, Throne of Glass. I'm sure those are kind of like cozy fall ish reads too. Of course, you know, the Twilight books. I can't believe I didn't mention that in movies. The Twilight books and movies are year round rereads and rewatches for me personally, but especially in the fall, they just hit different. And I think I am hitting my wall now. I am through all my notes for my fall bucket list. I feel like I could do a part two, honestly, because I didn't even get to touch on the Pillsbury cookie pumpkin cookies. <laughs> my brain is so much. I wonder if you would be interested in a purely nostalgic 90s and 2000s Halloween and fall episode. Let me know because I would love to dive more into all the memories and wild things around Halloween and fall as a child. But otherwise, I think that's all I have in me for now. I have to go hang up these freaking towels that are soaking wet. 
now and hope that my partner can figure out why the dryer won't work later and go get some chili in my belly. Oh, I am so grateful for all of you being here and listening. I hope this episode has given you some ideas and some excitement for fall. I know it can be a tough time for a lot of people with the days getting shorter as seasonal depression can set in. So use some of these ideas to try and lift your spirits. Please let me know what's on your fall bucket list. Anything I didn't mention, maybe some movies, TV, book recommendations that are feeling fall and Halloween-y. As you all know, in the meantime, you can find me on Instagram at Vic in the Meadow and TikTok at VicSauce. Leave me a little review at a five if you're listening on Spotify or you can write a review on Apple Podcasts. Makes my heart so happy. Helps the algorithms. Share it with a friend. Share it on your Instagram story. It really makes a difference. And I just appreciate you all so much for being here. I am loving long form content and it's been so nice to get back into the podcast. I look forward to recording it every week and as you know every Sunday morning I'm trying to get them up by 7 a.m eastern standard time now so that they're there as soon as you wake up to enjoy if you like listening to podcasts on your day off. So until then I will see you next Sunday.